0: episode of Beside Ourselves, we decided to be thankful for all of our guests, for all of our fans, for being a podcast for a year. So we're going to do a special kind of episode where we hear thank yous and thanks and whatnot. And we talk about questions that people sent us. So that's exciting. And I'm Danny.
1: And I'm Josh. And we're we're here. We're going to celebrate almost a year.
0: It's got to be a year by now.
1: Yeah, I can't remember if it was November or December when we started, but...
0: It was November, because we hadn't done our year-end list, and I know we did Outcast before December. Okay. So this, even when it comes out, it's got to be a year, at least.
1: Something. Yeah. Something close. Okay, so you and I really didn't talk about this too much, about how we wanted to do this before we got started.
0: Nope, we're winging this like a Thanksgiving turkey.
1: Wings. Well, um, do you want to – we can alternate between answering questions and listening to – Asking them? And asking them, yeah. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Let's do, like, three questions and hear someone talk.
1: Okay. Be nice if I had my notes up, huh? Wow. Josh is prepared. I got some other stuff. I've been – I'm I'm working on here. All right. Are you ready for the first question? Sure. Who's it from? Oh, did you already you already answered a bunch of these in the in the yeah, document?
0: I prepared. <laughs> did you not that's have it? Cool. Do you not have answers ready?
1: Like I can answer most of these on the spot. Ooh, you are risking the biscuit. All right. First question is from Jake. At if State your uncle Farms? Jack helps you off a horse, would you that's, help your uncle Jack off?
0: That's the one we're starting with? Sorry, restart it because I talked. Wow, I thought that was going to be like last.
1: If your Uncle Jack helped you off a horse, would you help your Uncle Jack off a horse?
0: I would definitely get Jack off so hard and so fast. I mean, it's no fun being stuck up on a horse.
1: Yeah, I fell off a horse when I was six and fractured my skull. So, I'm
0: not I rode changing. a horse once. I saved a cowboy, so too. Re-
1: what? You got a honk, a donk, a donk.
0: <laughs> wow. Time, right? Great first question. Wow. Thanks, All Jake.
1: Right. No, <clears throat> So Jake says, on a real note, do you have someone you owe your musical, quote unquote, owe your musical life to? Um if so for example and he then he gave an example he said his buddy Mike showed him EDM when he first got to college took him to Electric Forest and then eventually introduced him to his fiance
0: Nice Do you want to go first? Mine's real sentimental.
1: Um Yeah, I mean I can yeah, I can go first. Uh, it's
2: me, right? It's me.
1: Um <laughs> uh i don't know i feel like there's another question on here like this um no really? no is that the only one
0: like this well,
1: so, okay so i feel like i have to break it up into parts right so it starts it starts with my dad getting like being super into music and concerts and like you know i I knew all the words to every song on the Jethro Tull uh, Best Of album when I was like five years old. Um, I don't know how many people brag about something like that with Jethro Tull. But, um, you know, it kind of instilled that in me. And and then, so that's, that's the first person. And then uh, my friend Brandon, his older brother uh, Jeremy, introduced me to Fall Out Boy and Fall Out boy was me falling in love with Fall Out boy was the reason that i like started going to shows and concerts kind of became a huge part of my life i mean still are a huge part of my life i still waste way too much money on concerts um and uh and then i think like the third tier of that is is you who helped nurture that pop punk love and help grow it into something else. Cause like Jeremy got me started in high school, but then, and like at that time I knew like, you know, your, your Blink 182s, your Green Days, your, you know, Good Charlottes and such. But without Jeremy, I wouldn't have known Fall Boy or The Used or, uh, I think Story of the Year is one of the other bands he introduced me to. Um, so that was, but then I get to college and I meet this cool guy at Hot Topic, Who's like, oh, no. what about Motion Soundtrack and and Say Anything and, you know, Taking Back Sunday and all these other bands. And there's a there's a long period of time there where I think most of the concerts I went to were with you. So with you and various other uh, characters. so Word. Yeah.
0: I knew it was me. C- I knew
1: it was no me. No one came after you. so
0: Yeah. So mine, I've talked about it previously on the podcast, but I had a best friend, Charlie, growing up all through middle school, high school, and after. And he would make me mixtapes. He introduced me to a lot of my favorite albums. He introduced me to, like, Get Up Kids, to AFI, to punk rock in general, to indie, to emo. And he continued for a long time to just introduce me and like inspire me because he was also in bands with me for a long time and then he passed away many years ago which was really sad and then also my mom who you know was a dj as i was growing up so i heard all that shit all the time when it comes to like the police to peter gabriel to everything i love she was there she was the one and that's my people that inspired me
1: okay um let's take a break so, and hear a quote you want to hear a quote all right. yeah
0: i want to hear them. i'm excited i have heard any of these
1: it's, these are all they're all really long so they're not really long but they're longer than you're going to expect them to be okay so we're talking about musical history so let's go with one of our first guests
2: this is nathan from the injured list i'm thankful <gasps> for my good health good health of my friends and family during a time when not everyone is so fortunate and I'm thankful for all the great music that's been released this year, including most recently the Phoenix Sessions from Jimmy Eat World, Old Best Friends by Mansions, and the acoustic version of the album The Season by All Get Out. I'm also thankful my own band will be releasing our new album, Blue 32, very shortly. There's a lot to be thankful for, so thank you, Josh and Danny, for getting me to really sit down and think about them. Happy Thanksgiving.
3: Aww,
0: Nathan. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah. I need to, like, uh, try to hang out with him because he doesn't live that far from me. He's far, but not that far. Yeah. One of these days. Where is he at? Uh, I think he's up in the thumb.
1: Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe he was still down, you know, by where we went to school. No,
0: him and his wife and kids moved up to run his, like, grandparents, uh, like, newspaper thing. Yeah. Newspaper thing. It's a newspaper.
1: (laughs) What are those? (laughs) What is print? All right. Are you ready for another question?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. This one comes from Tab. You are switching this up. Am I screwing you up? (laughs) I'll keep going. I'll keep going in this order for the last one I did was the last one on the list. I'll I'll go from the top on this one. So Tab's first question uh is what is your favorite bleh, what is your favorite band from Drive through Records?
0: This was hard. This was really hard. It was it was between something corporate and starting line, and I went with starting line. Or Finch or Phoenix TX, but nope, starting line. Or hidden in play view. No, starting line, starting line final answer.
1: Okay, so that's that's a good answer. And Tab I think sent this along because there's a You hate him? joke about me not liking drive-through records. Yep, um, yep. It's not true. It's not true. It's just something I never got into, really. Too too much. <laughs> at least. Um and but uh yeah. So knowing that, what do you think my answer is?
0: Mm, I don't know. Newfound Glory.
1: Senses fail. Oh, that's yeah. Good answer. Good answer. And that. Starting I don't line know
0: why you... I get them confused with being on Vagrant. They're not on Vagrant. They're on Drive Through. But yeah, good answer.
1: And uh, you're not alone. By Homegrown is like one of the best pop punk songs ever.
0: Yes. Is that a new opinion or is that an old opinion? Like, no, have you always eye- thought
1: that? I've, heard, I've thought that from the moment I heard it in your apartment for the first time. Yes. Okay. All right. Another one from Tab. Um, what's a band you haven't seen recently in the last decade or so that you'd like to see?
0: I mean, I, I, I put a bunch because that's what I do. <laughs> But these are bands I have seen a long time ago that I'm like, man, I would really love to see them again. And all of these I've only seen once. But The Blood, Thursday, which I am going to go see Thursday again soon because I'm going to go to that super awesome emo show going on in January. The Ataris, Deftones, and, and Yeah,
1: I'm trying to think of a band that I haven't seen recently that I want to see, but I've seen before. I know it's uh, I'm gonna say Matchbook Romance. That's the band that I've been like pining for them to play a show near me. Uh, I would say otherwise, I would say MCR, but I actually have tickets to see them. So that's like happening. So I feel like that shouldn't be my answer w- right.
0: I've seen MCR twice, and I would love to see them again.
1: I haven't seen MCR since two thousand and five. And it was with uh Reggie and the Full Effect and the Alkaline Trio. Ooh. There's an intern at my work who said her first concert was the uh, Fall Out Boy, All-American Rejects, Hawthorne Heights show at the Palace in like 2006. And I was like, oh yeah, I was there. I was in college.
0: <laughs> That's not that bad, though. 2006.
1: <clears throat> All right. Um. What is your favorite concert venue lately it's been the Fillmore. like this is I love tab sorry
0: yeah I love the angle of the whole place so like there's kind of like steps even if you're on floor as I'm getting older I like to stand back more and I can see the whole stage the further up I'm going still and also the ramp on the side is just a real nice cheat to get up and down like if you're on the floor or you want to not be on the floor anymore and the sound's good yeah. there.
1: How about you? Um. So I think from a nostalgia perspective, I'd say St. Andrews. But the fact that you can't go upstairs without having a VIP ticket anymore kind of ruins that because that's where I would always post up.
0: Yep. That's why um, that's not on my list. If they were still open, clutch
1: cargos. But, oh.
0: Yeah, it's that's such a cool venue
1: yeah um but you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it say it express live
0: oh is that where we saw the used yeah that was a cool venue yeah but with it being what three hours from my house and two hours from yours or whatever no cool venue but but it's not gonna be a regular
1: I was just trying to give a different answer because I probably would have said Fillmore or, or like Royal Oak Music Theater because they both have a similar layout like that. You know, no, you know what? I'm, no, I take it back. Fox Theater. Boom.
0: That's okay. Awesome. <laughs> it is a good venue, I guess.
1: A lot of good venues. I don't know. All right. Last one from Tab What's your best concert memory?
0: I feel like I've, I've said this before on it, too, but this one time I was at Warp Tour down in Ohio and it was raining, but just sprinkling, but still like overcast raining. And I saw something corporate why that was happening and also flogging Molly and both their music just like fit the tone of what was happening in the world. You know, it just engulfed me. I was in the moment in both of those times. And also my first alone show when I was like seventeen, with it was Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, uh, Saves the Day, uh, and also the time I think you were with me, pretty sure you saw Unwritten Law with me and Travis, right? Yeah, that was a fun yeah. show, and I've never seen Unwritten Law, so like it was wonderful. It was a very small venue.
1: Yeah, we saw them at the like the bar, the the Max Bar or whatever, not Max Bar. Like yeah, it the, was
0: uh, it was next nice to the bar. Magic Stick. But it was like a really small little like bar. That's I don't even think it's there anymore. It's something else now. It's just like a little room. And I was like, ooh, this is so intimate and awesome.
1: What's, so my f- best concert memory is almost not even a memory. As much as it is hearing my dad tell the story. A million times growing up. Um, there's a whole long story About uh my dad calling the uh radio station and getting tickets for us to see jethro tall like 1992 when i was like six or seven and um and then my mom wouldn't let us go because my dad was a dipshit and um then he called the radio station back and got us into the uh sound check and then at the sound check, um, Little seven year old Josh is air fluting along with Ian Anderson, and Ian Anderson had to stop because he was started laughing. And then I got to like hang out with them in the lobby and like talk to Ian Anderson for like a half an hour. I sang songs with them, like a whole thing. And I, it was nice. One of the, I had the four, uh, site to like record my dad telling the story. So I still have that, you know, because he's not with us. So, um, so that's, that's probably
4: awesome.
1: I have a lot of cool stories, but that's one that like stands out on its own. It's like a different. So that's probably the one. Yeah. That's all tabs <laughs> questions. Let's hear another voice memo. Mike, so Mike just texted me and asked if we still need questions. And um, I said, we're pl- presently recording, but if you wanted to do a run in question, I could add it. And he said, I just did a dab. I don't need to be doing any run ins. <laughs> that was Mike. Drugs. Um, legal. Legal drugs. He has got his card, you know. <laughs> All right. So since we did tabs questions, I feel like it's only fair to do tabs uh voice memo. Yeah, she sent us one. We got one from most of the people we've had on the show this year. So that's pretty cool.
5: Hey guys, it's Tabitha from Josh and Tab versus the World. You might also know me from TikTok as twenty below. I'm pretty popular, just saying. Um I have several things I'm thankful for. Uh, The first is my family and friends and, of course, my fiancé. The pandemic has been really tough, but having such great friends has really helped me make it through. I'm also really thankful for the vaccine and protecting us and the booster everybody's able to get. Go get your booster now. Um, I'm grateful for all the fun things we've been able to do safely recently, like going to a couple weddings. We also got to go to a couple soccer games, which are really fun, Um, and Motor City Comic Con. Finally, I'm thankful for in ring debuts from both Shaq and Paul White in AEW. I'm also very excited about Mark Henry joining AEW this year. Um, Joined too, but that's, you know. Uh, Of course, I'm thankful for you guys' pod. It's a fun and lighthearted listen. Um, I'm looking forward to the Drive Through Records episode soon. And if you need anybody on that one, just saying, I am available. Um, But yeah, happy Thanksgiving and I hope to talk to you guys soon.
1: Not sure if I'll see her anytime soon, but. (laughs) To to <laughs> Wait, we didn't do a drive through episode. I thought we already did that. No. You
0: think oh, I missed? Oh yeah, because she was on that one. Yeah.
1: Uh that was a lot of wrestling talk tab. I think she was trying to to make me laugh. <laughs> it's funny if you're like an old, like thick wrestler, that's who she likes.
0: She likes mm, she likes them like, thick. Like a she Thanksgiving turkey plump and covered in gravy smother me in gravy you big dirty man keep all of it
1: <laughs> all right let's move keep on to th- someone else's questions <laughs> okay we got a bunch from doug doug um, the champ the champ all right so uh in your opinion what is the sexiest song of all time
0: Okay, so I chose Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. I have never met a girl that also shares that opinion with me. But for some reason, the way he croons and whines and... Like, ah, I just find that song incredibly sexy. But no, it's never been mutually agreed on by any woman I've been with. (laughs) Still sexy. Or LMFAO, sexy and I know it. (laughs) <laughs> that's, no, no, that's, I'm canceling that one
1: Um, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna do it
0: Is it Marvin Gaye?
1: Oh! Why not? No, that's Put fair. It out there, that's for me not prepping for this <laughs> Yeah, noticed Sexiest song that came out this year? For sure
0: Yeah, this Sex year, song. okay, I'm with you on that
1: This decade, maybe Okay it's probably something by, like, Genuine or... <laughs> Pony. Or, uh, Boyz Men or something.
0: Man, I remember the first time I listened to Genuine's Pony when I was in the movie theater and Magic Mike was playing and those guys were just straddling and their muscles were, like, bulging and glistening and, oh, I could see the crevices in every inch of their pants.
1: Okay. You know, Kevin fly, Nash
0: never it's fallen. in love. <laughs> I know he's in that. All right.
1: Have I told uh, that never...
0: story on this podcast? Which one? So I used to work at the movie theater and I would clean the theaters. I'd always go in like 10 minutes before the movie ended just to see the last bit of every movie. Because why not? Because I'd have to clean as soon as it was over. But I saw the ending of Magic. I've never actually watched Magic Mike, but I've seen the ending of both Magic Mike and Pitch Perfect like a million times. That's funny. I don't know anything else about that movie except for them getting sexy. I
1: think that's most of it. All right, here's another one from Doug. What is your favorite song about love without love in the song title?
0: All right, I went very simple emo pop punk because I couldn't think off the top of my head. But, like, Hands Down by Dashboard Confessional or Here in Your Arms by Hello Goodbye, they're both simple. They're both sweet. They're both extremely cute and perfect for, like, a love playlist or mixtape. I thought about Elkline Trail Clavicle, but I was like, nah.
1: Um, mine is Here to Mars by Coheed and Cambria. Oh, that band. You've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, one last one last one from Doug. Well, actually, there's two, but um, one last one for now. Um, can either of us rap all of "Fuck the Police" by N.W.A. and 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 then furthermore, will we do that right now?
0: I, I can only do the chorus. The fuck the police. Fuck but, fuck fuck the police. See, did it pretty good, right? I'm sure you could do the whole thing. Let's hear it, Josh.
1: Um, I can probably do all of Ice Cube's part, the first, the whole first verse. I'm gonna be honest and tell you that I usually switch off the song not long after that because Ice Cube's where it's at. He's, he's not really that great of a rapper, um, but he's then on, again, right? at the same time, he's not really though. Um, At the same time, me knowing the words to 80s and 90s rap songs is not really a special feat. Um, But I'm not going to do it because there's a lot of words in that that I can't that are not safe for network TV. Um, So we'll keep it (laughs) classy.
0: Um, Order, order, order. Joshua Cube, take the motherfucking stand. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help your white ass.
1: goddamn right see
0: won't <laughs> you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say I'm trying to set you up so you do it but I guess you're not gonna it. do it all right
1: not do it sorry Doug. You gotta, I tried Yeah, for that on my only fans Doug <laughs> all right so with that I'm gonna play Doug's it's it's longer than some wait what about Doug's last question You'll see. Okay, okay. This guy doesn't know, doesn't trust the process.
3: Hello, B-Siders. This is your World Heavyweight Champion of the B-Side Podcast. Doug Love here to let you all know what I am thankful for for this holiday season. Let me first start by saying I am thankful for the B-Side Podcast. It is currently my favorite podcast. Uh, I look forward to listening to all the time and uh, appreciate representing them in my own uh, free will and free time as often as i can um i am thankful for my parents for giving birth to me and you know without that there would be no b-side champion so i guess that's something we're all thankful for yeah yeah no No, that's what i'm uh i'm thankful for my soon-to-be wife uh jessel Hopefully, she'll be able to be on this podcast relatively soon as well. Um, Thankful for all my bands and all the members in all my bands, being uh, Possession 1981, uh, Olay, which will be new and upcoming, and uh, everyone in former critics, especially um, our newest uh, member. I will allow them to speak on their own behalf. I am also thankful for the entire uh, squad uh, representing our United States government. Uh, following uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Anna Presley, Rashida Talab, Jamal Bowman, and Corey Bush, uh, I appreciate and respect them all so much, especially for being virtually the only sitting members in our uh, United States Congress and potentially out of all the institutions that uh, are not total fucking cunts. So thank you all for that. Um, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. Everybody stay safe. And uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Much love.
0: Can you edit in claps and cheers and all the parts that are important? <laughs>
1: He he asked me the other day. He's like, "Is it okay if I say cunt?" I was like, "What's the context?"
0: (laughs) That context. I was
1: like, "I actually didn't know that." I was like, "I'll just hear it when you send it. It's fine."
0: You didn't even know how he was going to use it.
1: Well, I knew I wasn't going to. We weren't going to like live broadcast them, so it's fine. He said something terrible. Then we just wouldn't play it, or we would play it. We'd bury him. Um, he'll never be so in
0: this town again.
1: Yeah. So you might have noticed, um, he said that there was a new member in one of his bands, and it's Daniel Lowen, bass player from other bands, has finally
0: joined another. I'm sorry,
1: I take that out. <laughs> I'm
0: oh, kidding. kidding.
1: Um, I don't want to steal I, your thunder. I, I run on your jealousy, Danny. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, so actually I am uh playing bass in former critics. Woo! About. Um I'm excited to
0: see you play bass. I saw a little video clip and you were uh slapping it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Slap a bass. Um and so Doug's final question was, Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Uh I was very nervous, but it's coming along pretty nice. Had some band practices and such and been uh Had my fingers to the grindstone here learning their songs so um but his uh his question his final question was how are you feeling about the upcoming gigs so we have a we have a show in lansing on the third and then we have another show um in january um you know it'd be my baby's first show so it it'll probably be nerve-wracking but i'm now that I have feel like I'm doing okay at, uh, or more than okay at, uh, you know, slapping the BS. But uh been getting better at it, more comfortable. So I think uh, I will be nervous like I am with any new enterprise, but um, I'm feeling good, feeling funky. So I think it'll be all right. I think I'll be a bundle of nerves for a song or two, and then I'll be, be good.
0: We seem so. to get you liquored up.
1: Yeah, we were talking about that the other day, the fine line between enough that I'm more comfortable, but not so much that I'm like, where are the strings? Two to three drinks.
0: Yeah, that is the line after the third drink, though. No more. No more. And okay. <laughs> Not until after the show.
1: No playing slap the bag. <laughs> Inside reference. No one gets but us. So I
0: used to carry around a bag of wine with me when I went to parties and we would slap the bag and then drink out of the bag of wine. It's a box wine, but you know in box wine they come in bags. You just take the bag out.
1: Yep. Franzia. All right, this next question is from Kyle. You can follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and Venmo at KB underscore legend. (laughs) Uh, I sent him 69 cents once. All right, so he said, I'm supposed to say nice, but that's okay. Um, he said pros and cons of a big stadium show versus seeing an up-and-coming band at a bar or a small venue.
0: I don't think there's any pros to a big stadium. I'll go to a big stadium if there's a band I want to see, but I hate big stadium shows. I hate being that close to a million people and then trying to buy merch when there's a line around the stadium. And I usually don't foot the bill for good floor seats when I go to a big stadium concert so I'm usually sitting way back in like a nosebleed section. I've done it. I've had good times but I'll always prefer, always prefer a small venue or a bar. Yeah. Bars are awesome.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Some of my best memories are seeing bands at small places, you know seeing the plethora of pop punk bands and such at st andrews and and places like that and then also seeing like no bragging rights at frankie's um you know stuff like that so that's always the i i will always opt for the intimate show with because if i'm going to see a show i probably love the band anyway it doesn't matter how popular uh how much money they have for a tour um i think the one i will say though uh for the same reason you've said you know the no, to, no, to big stadium shows. The only, the only caveat I'll put to that is, you do get cooler, like setups. And I feel like there's certain bands where, like, obviously seeing them in a bigger place is cooler because of elements of their stage show, like a yeah, scene, pyro, like, kiss or like ghost or like something like that. I mean, yeah, where they have this elaborate stage setup. Um, but otherwise, yeah. It's small shows, intimate, getting up close, you know, that's, that's where it's at. That's what I like. Uh, Next one from Kyle. How has your consumption of music and the scope of new music you listen to changed with the shift from physical to media to digital?
0: It's out of control. I listen to so many bands that I forget about after only a few months due to how many bands I've been listening to or find, but it hasn't really shifted because I buy more physical media now because of the bands I find on digital. Like I'm still there. There's still a big group of us in the world that are buying either CDs, uh, cassette tapes are coming back or, you know, and then not cassette tapes and thinking of horror movies there. But you know what I'm talking about. Tape heads um, and vinyl, of course, obviously. So I'm still bu- I'm buying more physical media than I bought back when you know, I was in high school, spending way too much money on it. But digital, it's being crammed down my throat a lot more for newer bands, but older bands I'm able to revisit easier, which is nice. I don't know. I feel bad for new bands now.
1: The music scene is so much different. There's so much more content. So many more people have access. Um, It's so much faster paced. Like you said, you listen to a million bands and you forget them after a month because you just looked up their Spotify and whatever. I will say, the the ease of making like playlists and having like a lot of music at your fingertips is nice. I mean, it's been so long since that was. Not the case that I don't even really remember, you know. We were like teenagers, Lilat, when, you know, you were able to start like, you know, having large quantities of music on on you at. Uh, maybe we were like in our early twenties, or late teens. No,
0: iTunes but. came out when we were teens. I remember because LimeWire. Yeah, I did. I mean, like I, I, a
1: giant I, collection, I, I but. yeah, I, I couldn't afford an iPod until I was in college, so. Um, I didn't have one, but,
0: but like, it's nice that my 2021 playlist of songs I like is almost 300 songs, but yeah, half of these I've forgotten by now because I'm going to have to go back through it and be like, all right, what songs do I truly think are songs that stood out for me for, I can't wait to do our best of years, best of episodes. That's going to be a nightmare one. The album one will be easier for me, but the song one, whoo doggy.
1: Yeah, the album one. I only have two albums on right now. Ooh, like for sure, like two that have, have
0: made it. I have about fourteen or fifteen, so it won't be too hard to narrow it down.
1: Two that are locked in. I mean, oh, like okay. I know they're on, regardless. Um, yeah, it's it's a blessing and a curse, right? So music has gotten, music is so much more accessible and easy to get into and um discover new stuff but at the same time i find myself just harkening back to all the same stuff and only listening to a little bit of new stuff this podcast has definitely helped me listen to a lot more new stuff um, i'm forcing it down your throat and just like danny said i mean i'm buying a lot of physical media now with vinyls um maybe not as much as i did when i was buying cds but it's pretty close um Remember be all like, oh it's new music Tuesday. Go to Target and get it for eight ninety nine or whatever, you know. Yeah. That's it. It's also
0: nicer now because I'm supporting smaller businesses more. Because when I bought CDs, I went to Target Best Buy or FYE. But now I either buy it from the record label or a small record shop. So
1: Yeah. You don't buy any records from Mr. Bezos?
0: No. So I have one on order, and it was coming from overseas, and that's the only reason I got it. And obviously because of the shipping situations. I ordered it back in July, and it said only like a few weeks. I still haven't got a shipping update. It is nowhere to be found. So we'll see what happens with that record.
1: I bought some from Mr. Bezos. Sometimes when a record is like Half the price on Amazon. I can't justify buying it I'll somewhere buy from, else.
0: I'll buy it from Target once in a while. Like right now, they're doing their excuse me Black Friday deal till Saturday, where it's buy two get one free on all media. So mm. it's a good time to buy vinyl when you can buy two get one free. I have a nice list that I'm giving to the wife for, you know, Christmas.
1: Yeah you do the best you can, but then you got to think of your wallet at the same time. So.
0: I still spend way, way more at local record shops.
1: Yeah. Okay. One, uh, we got two more from Kyle. Uh, what band or artist has the, uh, has the greatest difference between how, how much you enjoy their live performances as opposed to their recorded music? I could
0: only think of one. Taking Back Sunday, I've seen, I don't know, like over ten times. And half the time they sound amazing, half the time they sound like shit. And it maybe it's because of the lineups of all the different times I've seen them. or but That's the only band I could think of off the top of my head that's like, oh, that's a band that sticks out that I've not enjoyed but also enjoyed.
1: Yeah. I, I'd have to say Fall Out Boy just because... I really love their like the album that I got into them on "Take This to Your Grave," but then I went and saw them live, and they're they're like not great musicians, but their live performance was so energetic and so crazy that I was still into it. But but it's kind of flipped on its head because now I don't really like most of their studio stuff because it's really produ- heavily produced. I mean, it, a lot of the times it doesn't feel like it's a band; it feels like Patrick Stump is like a male pop star singing over a backtrack just yeah he's like katie but a dude and but you go see them do those same songs live and they sound like a band because it's them playing it on the stage and it doesn't have all that extra stuff and uh i don't really enjoy their stuff as much as i used to but seeing them do those songs live it was a lot of fun and i'm and I'm like, please just put out a live album of the new stuff so I can enjoy the new stuff because it's much it blows, better when it's like it that. It blows
0: my mind that you don't like the new stuff because you like pop music. And yes, like if you look at Panic at the Disco or Fallout Boy, anything they've made in the past like 10 years is straight pop music. But it's good pop music and it's fun. It's not the same. Yeah, sure. If you were obsessed with the band, which, yeah, you were pretty obsessed with the early Fall Out Boy. So I guess I could see that, but I don't know. It's still great pop
1: music. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's the thing is that it's when you get into it because it's this thing and then it becomes this other thing. It doesn't matter if the other thing is good. It's still like, oh, but I want you to do that thing that you used to do. I
0: posted that I was listening to Mania on instagram on our b-side instagram which if you're not following you should and adam ball was like oh who listens to that shit and i'm like don't gatekeep me i like that album
1: yeah well he doesn't like neighborhoods or untitled so
0: oh he got mad when i wanted him to be it on the podcast and we wouldn't let him do aerosmith because we hate aerosmith <laughs> well he didn't get mad but you know
1: I don't hate Aerosmith, but I refuse to do their music because of Steve and Tyler's solo music.
0: Oh, yeah, that one song, you showed me shit. You should end every episode with that song now. No,
1: not really. One more from Kyle. What makes a song something you come back to sometimes for years and years rather than something you'd listen to for a while and mostly move on from?
0: Like Bleeps and Bloops and... Maybe a sexy singer, a guy with a shirt off. No, I mean, but in all honesty, if it's, it's connected with me in any way emotionally or something I'm into, I'm, it's sticking with me.
1: Yep, it's uh, experiences tied to the music and nostalgia. So if it's yep. from a, a glorified time in your life, you know, that uh, pulls it in. And then if, it, if you can connect it to something, um that's that's happened or a person or an experience a memory that's that those are the things that uh that keep it going um and keep it in the playlist for a long time and then obviously there's some stuff that doesn't need to be connected and it's just like this is just too good yeah i don't really have childish gambino memories but still getting played yep (laughs) because it's good yeah All right, I don't have a voice memo from Kyle, but I feel like this is a good time to play another one. Yep, who's this one from? This is from Wes
2: Allen. Hey, what's going on everybody? This is Wes Allen. I'm one of the hosts of the Why Did We Ever Meet podcast, as well as a former guest of this podcast right here. Where I talked about Texas as the reasons, do you know who you are? Um, So, uh, the guys hit me up, asked me to... uh, just dropped a little line talking about what I'm thankful for this year. And uh, I am I am most thankful for music and uh, being uh, reintroduced to things that uh, I used to love and connect with and being able to reconnect with them. And uh, music has has been a, uh, a source of inspiration, helped me through many a mental health crisis, and this year has been no exception. Um, I, uh, I've i been listening to a, a record by a band called Be Well, The Weight and The Cost. I've been listening to that pretty heavily on rotation all year long. Uh, over the last four to five months, it's been a, a big part of my therapy routine, where I literally listen to the album after therapy sessions and, and sort of process the things that I had discussed. And... Um, I'm really grateful, grateful for that. Excuse me. I'm really grateful for, for bands that are willing to be candid and, and discuss the things that maybe most people don't like to talk about. So that's what I'm thankful for. I'm also thankful that I got to be a, a guest on this show. So uh, so yeah, Josh, Danny, thank you, and I hope everybody has a good and safe holiday.
1: Thank you, Wes. That's Wes. Thank Allen. you, Wes. Why ever did we meet podcast? Why did we ever? Why did we ever meet podcast? <laughs> Very good show. Um, and we're definitely going to have Wes back on again to talk about some uh, something old elder emo at some point. And maybe, I, maybe something horror-related, because he's a horror movie guy like you.
0: I just listened to the first track of Be Well, the album he talked about, and I love it. So I'm excited to listen to that album.
1: All right, these I have a couple more questions. Uh, these ones are from Justin. Uh, I am the Bendu on Twitter. Uh, Justin, uh, so he asked this for me, but I'm going to ask it of you, too. So No, I said, didn't prepare that. That's <laughs> too bad. You should just know it. Um, he said, what song, when you hear it, most reminds you of Tab? And the uh, answer to that is... Um, the acoustic version of Every Thug Needs a Lady by Alkaline Trio that's on their Damnesia uh, acoustic album.
0: And mine for oh. Anne, I guess, it would be The Brothers Johnson. I'll be good
1: to you. The Brothers Johnson. Get the funk out my face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you had to pick one song to be on repeat for the rest of your life, what would it be? This one was hard.
0: And I don't know how you're going to do it without doing any prep, but uh, every time I hear Less Than Jake, The Science of Selling Yourself Out, I'm like, this is one of my favorite songs of all time, and I just listen to it over and over, and then I don't listen to it again for a while, and then it comes up again in my life, and I listen to it over and over and over. I feel like if I had to be stuck with one song, this one kind of puts me in a better mental state, and I'm sure listening to any one song over and over for the rest of my life would drive me nuts at one
1: point. But eventually, yeah, it's got to
0: I almost picked Slipknot's Wait and Bleed because then at one point I'll just like jump off a building or something because <laughs> I can only listen to one song. But I do love that song, too. But I'm going to go with less than Jake's. The science of selling yourself self
1: out. Hmm. Do you know the one song I know I've never skipped in my car? What's that? Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. You love that Coolio. I don't know if that's the one, though.
0: I know. How did you do this without prep? <laughs>
1: I just thought it'd be off the cuff, you know? Yeah, but Be-de-de-de. these are
0: deep dives.
1: You're deep dive. Um, I'm going to say the asteroid field from the Empire Strikes Back soundtrack. Okay. John Williams. And the... Uh... No, no, I take it back. I take it back. Ahsoka lives from the Mandalorian season two. Ludwig Gornson. That's the one. No words. No words to drive me crazy. All right. Well, since 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 your answer was a ska song, we're gonna do Mike's Mike's voice memo next. Mike, drummer for former critics and frequent show guest hello b-side boys it's me mike pokolsky
6: i'm just sitting here thinking about how grateful i am to get to listen to your guys podcasts weekly uh for the most part while i'm at work makes my day go by pretty fast makes me feel like i'm hanging out with some friends which is really cool um i'm thankful and grateful for uh My friends and family, my wife, without them, what's the point of it all? Uh, I'm thankful for music, music that I play, music that I hear. Uh, I'm grateful for the bands I'm in, former critics and Olay. Uh, I'm grateful for even bands I'm not in. Uh, I would really like to thank Josh for helping out with former critics um, for a show that we got coming up. That'll be fun. And I'm just thankful for you all being able to listen to the podcast. Keep it up, boys. Uh, thank you for letting me be on. I'm going to need to come on again soon so I can uh, teach Danny what Sky is. Because, you know, Danny and Goldfinger, they're Sky. I hate to break it to you, but they really are. And um, I think I think we need to have a little, uh, a little pod discussion about this. So, I'll talk to you boys. Have a good holiday. Goodbye.
0: Goldfinger's an amazing band. I just don't think they're Ska. But yeah, we will discuss this. Stick
1: to it. So, I, uh, I think we should do uh, our 10 favorite Ska songs list episode with Mike. I'm down for that. Okay. So, we'll get that on the calendar. And you guys can...
0: Let's make it a, our New Year's Eve show, skanking into the new year. I like awesome. that idea.
1: All right, so I didn't, I didn't uh, space these voice memos out real well. So, um, let's let's do one more before we get into some questions. Okay. This one is from Jess. She was on our Paramore episode. She's a vocalist for Former Critics.
0: She also makes really cool skulls.
1: She does. I have a cool uh, northern lights one she made me
2: hey this is jess um this year i am thankful for all the amazing music that's come out and um being able to go back to
3: shows and also uh Former critics has our first show in almost two years coming up
2: and i'm so friggin' excited
1: yay sure but sweet Yep, right to the point. Love it. Because everyone else is like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate the effort that everyone put in on these. Um, all right. Um, this one is, f- this next question is from Maggie. Follow her on Twitter at Maggie of the town. It's just for you. Oh. No. <laughs> what, Just for you, I, it says. Josh, what's this? I love how you saw my name on them so you didn't answer them. Like, you couldn't <laughs> answer this question.
0: Oh, I have um, an answer in case you made me.
1: What is the single most influential piece of music in your life?
0: Well, it says your name, so you should go first.
1: Okay, okay. We'll call, we'll call. Um, Honestly, the, the music that's uh, most ingrained in my life And we'll probably, you know, I don't know, uh, like the Star Wars scores. Like, I don't even know if I can pinpoint one. If I had to pinpoint one, I'd probably say the Empire Strikes Back. But it's just. uh, I don't know. I'm obsessed with that. I listen to them all the time. Anytime I'm doing something. And I'm, you know, I don't know. Used to, like, go on trips and be in the back of the car, Star Wars book, nose in a Star Wars book, headphones on, like, just in a galaxy far, far away.
0: (laughs) My most influential piece of music in my life will probably be the first time I heard Tears for Fears. Uh, Everybody wants to rule the world, just like that guitar intro, and then when the drums finally come in, and those voices, like... The song moves me still to this day. The album moves me. It's iconic, and I feel like it's shaped a lot of, like, who I am. If you have not, for some reason, ever listened to the full album of songs from The Big Chair, you're a damn fool.
1: I'm a, I'm a damn fool. I know you are.
0: Do you even know Shouts and Everybody Wants to Rule the World, at least? Yeah. Okay, so you know, yeah,
1: is not Mad World? Tears for Fears too?
0: Yeah, but that's not on that album. That album I also know. is Head Over Heels. You know that song?
1: I know all Tears for Fears hits. I like '80s hit songs.
0: I know you do, but the whole album's great, and that song, I feel like it took me away to a galaxy far, far
1: away. <laughs> all right, let's do. Uh, let's do another clip. Yeah. Who's this one from Joshua this is from Shelby a guest host on the Spice World episode Spice up your life
4: hi guys this is Shelby special guest on episode 7 Spice World film and album retrospective first off I just like to thank Danny and Josh for having me as a guest and for asking me to do this voice memo for Thanksgiving So there are three things I am thankful for this year, and that would be, of course, my family, my friends, my husband, and my dog. Um, Second would be this podcast for helping uh, show people and remind people why music does rock. And third, it would be science and vaccines, because that made me able to see my friends and family safely, celebrate my best friend's weddings, and also help get me through my COVID bout with very minimal symptoms. So... I mean, I think that's what we got to be thankful for. So happy Thanksgiving, and as always, spice up your life.
1: Couple things. <laughs> I not Tell people to suck up to us in these.
0: Oh, so. that makes it even better.
1: Yeah, not at all. Um, also, anytime you someone how says- she
0: said my name first.
1: Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it's alphabetical.
2: Hey, what were you about to say? Sorry,
1: my brain. Every time someone says, "And as always, stay nerdy." Every time, (laughs) stay nerdy. As a podcast, Danny and I used to be on together. Yeah, we used Uh, to do other podcasts. Yep. Good times. (laughs) Um. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you. uh, I don't think I love all of our guests. Yeah.
0: I haven't uh, not liked I, a guest. We have,
1: more, we have some more left. Some more voicemails left, but.
0: I just want to be best friends with all of our guests. Have movie nights and cuddle under a giant blanket with every single one of them all at once. Share popcorn. You know,
1: on some level, that might be able to be arranged. I don't know. You know. How
0: many guests have we had? How, many, how big of a blanket do I need? Pretty big.
4: Because <laughs> I want it perfect. all at
0: once. I don't want everyone to come individually that would be weird but if everyone's under one blanket
1: (laughs) yeah you heard him danny doesn't want everybody to come
0: (laughs) i'm i'm very selective on who i want to come josh thanks (laughs)
6: all
0: right what's next what's next what's next i
1: was just trying to see how many how many we had left and how many questions we had so joe uh is uh Might be, is the question MVP sent us the most questions?
0: Um, So we're going to skip the uh, first question because we were already asked our favorite concert experience. And I feel like that's kind of like his first
1: memory. Favorite concert you've been to, not necessarily the same thing.
0: Okay, My favorite
1: concert I've been to is the ghost show at the NBC Theater in uh, Indianapolis, where I got to be close to the stage, but also in a seat. And um, we were very close to the Papa Bucks cannons. So I got a bunch of money.
0: They're not real, Josh. It's not real S- tenure.
1: Damn it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you go into a CVS and try to buy yourself a Snickers bar with a Papa's Bucks and see what happens.
1: Well, it's priceless. They don't know what change to give you. That's the thing. <laughs> All right. Um, album that's influenced. Your they give you a t- nickel back.
0: Uh, 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 (laughs) I'm not comparing Ghosts to Nickelback, by the
1: way. Album that's influenced your music (laughs) taste the most.
0: I'll go first. AFI, Sing the Sorrow, The Get Up Kids, Four Minute Mile, Peter Gabriel's So, and Punkorama 4, the compilation album.
1: Yeah, I picked four.
0: And Joe, you're going to live with it.
1: Getting sassy.
0: I know. Um, I love Joe. I don't mean to be sassy.
1: Influence my taste the most. Rush moving pictures. Although I don't know.
0: That's such a safe choice. It's a good choice though.
1: Led Zeppelin 2. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, the one. So. The one music genre. That I discovered myself. Like wasn't shown to me. By another person. Is like 90s hip-hop and R&B. And I think that the, the album that led to that explosion um, was probably TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool.
0: That's a good answer.
1: So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I like, but... Fall Out Boy also like led me... Fall Out Boy's Take This to Your Grave led me into the greater scene... There's a lot of stuff I would have never got into if I wouldn't have fallen in love with that album. So that's that one's important too. see how many times I can reference that album on this episode.
0: We got to eventually do that album as yeah, a I retrospective, know. just so know. you can gush nonstop. I don't
1: know. All right, <clears throat> let's do another since we're talking about Joe or Joe's questions. We'll do Joe's voice memo. I can't wait to
0: hear Joe's voice.
1: Give it to me
2: hey this is joe fourth uh i got three things that i want to say i'm thankful for this year one i had a really great wedding surrounded by a lot of my favorite people in the world so that was awesome he did i was there two uh it's exciting to be able to go to shows again really miss that especially having a whole year basically without shows so it's been nice to get back to some shows like jeff Rosenstock last week and bad religion Alkaline Trio the week before i was and there three, Thankful for this podcast to hear two of my friends talk about music
0: and get to hear their opinions on everything. We don't know shit. We don't
1: know <laughs> shit. Joke your life. Thanks, Joe. And again, thank you to everyone else who I didn't say thank you immediately after their. We
0: uh... should just wait till we're done with all of them and do like a big, gushy thank you.
1: Yeah. All right. A couple more from Joe. What album would you want? <laughs> God damn it. What album would you most want a full album tour of?
0: So I've seen Hot Rod Circuit before, but one of the most influential albums in my life was Hot Rod Circuit's Sorry About Tomorrow, and they only played two songs off that when I saw them, and I've only seen them once. They're not even around, but I would love to see that whole album done live or I've uh, never seen Jimmy World, and out of I mean I love every Jimmy World album, but Futures would be really sick to see it complete.
1: Yeah. Um. So, I have already mentioned the albums that I would probably say for this one, which are Fall Boys take this to your grave and Rush Moving Pictures, which, um, that one won't happen because Neil Pert is uh, Neil. Piert, P, E, Piert, Neil. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, it's E with a P and a T.
0: I've been saying it wrong my whole life, and I won't change that now.
1: Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to. So I feel like I should. I should see. I should say a different one than those.
0: Um. I want to add one while you're thinking. But ever since we did, I've always liked Iron Maiden. But ever since we did that album, Retrospective, I want to see that in full.
1: Which yeah, you I mean There you go. That's the answer. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna piggyback. That's that Fine. is a good answer.
0: Yeah. Or, Dr. Dre's a Chronic, 2001.
1: That's also that would be really
0: sick to, cool to see movie. live the full album. <laughs> Um, I want that tour, Hot Rod Circuit, Dr. Dre, and uh
1: <laughs> This is like the last question I of, the, of the um the get ga- the gauntlet, the guest Yeah. Mix. What's your what's your best show? Yeah. Um was that two more? No. No, oh, there's a bunch. Uh what what's one of your vinyl grails that you most want to get but haven't?
0: So, mine are Unwritten Law El- Elva, which you can get on Discogs for like 18, 19 bucks, but it's from Japan, so then you're paying like 50 bucks to get it here and you don't know if it's ever coming. For some reason, I cannot find that available in America. And then Alkaline Trio Crimson and AFI Crash Love, because those are the only two albums from both those bands that I don't own. I own every album besides those. So, they're my vinyl grails. And someday I will own them, but Crash Love is like five hundred dollars. It's not even a top tier AFI album. It's not a bad one, but Jesus,
1: Jesus. Oh, this it's is yours. one. I sh- this is this is one I should have uh, done some research on.
0: Honestly, all of Joe's, you should have done some research on. He also. He- I keep seeing it. It's pricey, and I can never pull the trigger, but the Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that album. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: oh, the album is Fever to Tell. That's the album. So my birthday's coming up. If anyone wants to pull the trigger and buy me the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, Fever to Tell, it's pricey. Okay, Will. <laughs> I'm going to start a GoFundMe for Fever to Tell. <laughs> I said it. It's only like 50 bucks, but I'm going to start a GoFundMe for it.
1: Keep talking while I look at my want list.
0: No, I'm pressuring you. I guess the other grail is the album that I've been waiting for that I did order that I don't know if will ever show up. It's Jimmy Eat World's Clarity. It's the only Jimmy Eat World album I don't own. Besides, remember when you called me out on the album that they never released? But that's not released, so that's not something I have to worry about. But I have it on order. It wasn't too expensive. It was only like $20, 25 However, it's coming from Europe, and I don't know if I'm ever going to get it. But almost, almost five months later and still no shipping information. Have you figured it out yet? Yeah. Um, Josh, Josh would like to get Jimmy Buffett's songs you know.
1: <laughs> Rush Clockwork Angels is Rush's last studio album but they didn't press a ton of them so it's like $200. Um I also really want Boys to Men 2. Um which I just saw there's like a $8 copy on here and I'm like what? Uh I don't think that's real. It must be like a CD. Um and then last but not least uh Holy Diver by Dio. You can't get Holy Diver? I haven't looked but um, I think you can get like an overpriced used version, but no, it's hard to it's hard to get it like a reasonable price. Gotcha. I'm also a baby, so I'm a baby record collector. So that's I okay. I mean, you ordered.
0: Card. What's the Spice Girl you love? You ordered her album.
1: I did, and it's autographed. She touched it. Pull the trigger.
0: Order stuff. You order like Nike Airs or whatever, Jordans.
1: Wow. <laughs> Calling you out. <laughs> Attacked. Okay. Um, all right. So that was two more questions. So let's do another voice memo.
0: Who's this voice memo from? Um,
1: this one is from Marty DeRosa from Ooh. the Star I Love Wrestling podcast. Uh, i think you're gonna like this one
3: hey boys uh it's your old pal marty de rosa uh former guest and uh current Alkaline Trio fan, as always. Uh, I'm thankful that I got to talk to you guys about some old-school Alkaline Trio albums and uh, just really get into some uh, fun stuff and some fun memories. And um, in honor of this Thanksgiving episode, I'd like to sing a quick Thanksgiving song uh, in the form of Dan Adriano. It's a happy Thanksgiving to you. Bye, boys.
1: Loved it. When I so Marty and Wes know each other and when I when I messaged Wes I said, Hey, no pressure, Marty sang in his <laughs>
0: Yeah, why didn't anyone else sing?
1: Well, Marty's in a league of his own. That's true. That's my podcast podcast hero. Alright. Uh two more questions from Joe. Um what is your current most anticipated album
0: there's not a lot because nothing has been told to me i mean not that i know of there i know next year there's a new distillers album which i'd be pumped for because i'm all about brody and then red hot chili peppers i've kind of fallen down to like a a love for them lately like more than normal so i'm excited to hear their new album and they're always funny and their little promos for it and then eventually we're gonna get a blink 2 album eventually someday maybe that's really all I had. With maybe if Motion City decides mark? to do it. Huh?
1: With Tom? Question mark.
0: Maybe. I did see he posted something about wanting Hermes.
1: Corden miss- was like, oh, I, yeah, I'd be down. He, he did say something along the lines of, like, we just got to make it work with our schedules. And I was like, ah, there's the caveat. That's why you left. Yeah. Let me do my alien
0: shit. How about you, Josh? What are you excited about?
1: Ghost man, oh yeah, Ghost, Ghost said Winter twenty twenty one, and I'm like, "Hello, where are you at, buddy? Where are you at, guy?"
0: It, winter goes all the way till what? End of March when it comes to album releases. So
1: yeah, but um,
0: they got time.
1: March twenty twenty one's already passed. <laughs> so yeah, that's sh- that should be coming, and I and I really liked Hunter's Moon, which yeah. was written already written and then used for the movie so um if that's a taste of where we're going with the ghost album i'm i'm stoked which i i've loved everything so that i'm i'm very excited very very excited okay last question from joe what's a band you think is underrated and not talked about enough
0: this was hard to narrow down because i have a long list but I went with The Matches, The Band Acceptance, Dry Kill Logic, Gratitude, The Anniversary, Demeria, Um, The Forecast. Those are just some of the bands lately I've been listening to. I'm
1: like, why don't people talk about these bands? Um, There's this band I heard. It's from England. They're called The Beatles. Have you you are such them? a piece of shit. No. Yeah, I'm really um,
0: hoping The Beatles catch on, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> They're underrated and not talked about enough.
1: Would it be fair to say Motion City soundtrack? Like, I feel yeah, like I, I feel I, like they they have a following. I know, but I feel.
0: But is it because we're in the following that we feel like they have a following? Well,
1: yeah, and I also feel like they should have gotten more mainstream success, and they didn't. I agree with that, but, but I don't know. It's one of those bands that only made money because they were never not touring. You know. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that would be my, that'd be my pick. I don't know if they're, maybe they're too popular for, to say that, but I feel like, uh, outside of like me, you and Kate, Katie and, and tab, I don't feel like anyone else is. Oh, and, 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 and Jessel, Jessel really likes them too. Okay. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting rid of my point here by naming too many people. <laughs> like. You know, a band that's underrated and not talked about enough, former critics, baby. You can't mm-hmm. say that you're in the band. Yeah. Talking about them, <laughs> rate them higher. All right, let's do a uh, let's do another. How comment? many more we got? I think just one. That's okay, I, I tried to out. Okay, our last um, voice memo is from Chris.
4: Hey everybody, this is Chris Nichols. I also go by Chicken and Waffles Forever on TikTok. And I go by Chicken and Vinyl Forever on Instagram. Um, I'm an internet content creator who just talks about music and records and band merch and all that good stuff. But the B-Side Ourselves podcast wanted to know what I am grateful for this year. One thing I am extra grateful for is the amazing connections that I have made to certain people through social media apps. Obviously, Josh and Dan are included on that list. I think very highly of those guys and I'm a very, very big fan of who they are as people, their music tastes and just the content that they put out uh, through social media. I've been able to make amazing friends this year, both online and in real life. Some of my closest friends, some people I call best friends. Now I met at the beginning of this year because we followed each other on Instagram, discovered that we actually live close and has started hanging out sometimes weekly. And it's been amazing. Not only do I have so much in common with the friends I made on social media for music, for records, but you also learn that there's so much you can connect with beyond that. Things you've experienced, ways you think about life, your opinions, all that good stuff. So this year, I am extra, extra grateful for the new friendships I've made and the old friendships that I've strengthened uh, due to social media. I'm also really, really grateful for records. (laughs) I'm always grateful for records. And I've gotten a lot of great records this year. But to go back to the point, the thing I'm most grateful for is the new friends that I have because of social media. They make my life so much better, so much happier. And every single day, I thank them and I thank God that they're in my life because I am a much more genuinely happy person with all of the amazing friends and connections that I've made. So that is what I'm thankful for in 2021. I'm also grateful for the Beside Ourselves podcast. It's a bomb podcast. Everyone should listen to it. And once again, Josh and Dan, you guys are amazing, amazing people. I love you both. Hope you're doing very, very well. And I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving yourself. Whoa. You know what?
0: I haven't made any new friends on social media that live near me. I've made lots of new friends, but they all live far away. What the hell?
1: You've reconnected with an old friend.
0: That's true. That's true. Yes. It's nice to yeah. talk to Will. <laughs> I love Will. I'm just kidding, but I'm also talking about you. Just don't leave it at <laughs> the, the chair just spins with no one at yeah.
1: it. <laughs> I have one last question from Johnny. I have why a good does, answer for it. Why does food taste?
0: Because just like life, your body uses buds, taste buds, to help you enjoy things. Just like my buddy, Josh here.
1: I'm very tasty. You are.
0: <laughs> I didn't know how to answer that one. I hope that worked out.
1: <laughs> I like. I like that. No, I. I decided to uh, put the troll questions in here for fun. Um, speaking yeah. of social
0: media friends, real quick, I'm debating going to see Neck Deep in my area on Saturday. And I went to Alclan Trail alone, which was fine. But if anyone's interested in going to see Neck Deep, I work until like 7, but they don't go on until like 8 or 9. So someone is going to go to Neck Deep hit me up so I don't have to go alone again, which was fine going alone. But I'm considering it.
1: Yeah, so one of the 10 people that listen to this podcast are going to Neck Deep. Let Danny know (laughs) if I post this soon enough. to.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's a Thanksgiving episode. I hope you post it before... Saturday?
1: No, I will. Yeah, so I hope this was fun for everybody. Um, I hated it. Did you?
0: No, it was fine. It was a good With time.
1: To have other people talk. It was like uh, when you're at a concert and the lead singer like, points the mic at the crowd.
0: It just reminded me that every guest that we've had on the show has been amazing. And I, I'm thankful for all them. They yeah. drove me. To insanity, I mean, to love of music, it was great.
1: <laughs> no, our, all of our guests get all of our guests. All of our guests have been great, um, and we look forward to having people back on, um, and and adding some new ga- guests to our Rogues Gallery in 2022. We're obviously this isn't the, quite the end of the year, but we're going to be. I thought Thanksgiving, end of November, was a good time to. Celebrate like the one year of the show, because in the next you know few episodes we're going to be getting into like best of the year stuff, and so we could set a kind of give this its own spotlight. And I thought, what a better way to do that is is to then to bring back. Oh my God, I almost forgot. We have another voice memo.
0: What another one? Surprise, motherfuckers! Don't tell me who it is. Just let me be surprised. Okay.
4: Hey, hey, hey! Happy holidays to the Beside Ourselves podcast and crew. This is your boy Kool Aid Cam.
0: Kool Aid Cam,
4: artist from Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti, Michigan. I am so thankful for being a COVID-19 survivor, which means I can be here for my wonderful wife, Rachel, whom I love so much, the rest of my family, friends, and the awesome students I teach comic book and manga art to. Life is a beautiful thing, man. Glad I can continue to create hip-hop music and comic book art and, you know, help out my community anytime I can, man. Check me out at uh, camcomics.com. That's Cam with a K and Comics with a K. Happy holidays to everyone. Thank you all so much. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: I love Kool-Aid Cam. God, I'm so glad I didn't forget to use his. <laughs> he was the first one to get back to me. Wow. Wow. He, he like, sent it to me, like, the same day. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, yeah. So, again, big thank you to all of our guests. Uh, thank you for being on. Thank you for lending your voice to this episode as well. And, um... You know, And we did it.
0: We did one year of this episode. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing them. You can't yeah. stop us. I'm sure they could. But <laughs> you can't stop us.
1: Can't stop. Won't stop. That's what, they, that's what they say.
0: All right. You got any weekly rewinds?
1: No, man. I was just doing this shit. <laughs>
0: Barely. <laughs> you didn't do any prep. <laughs> <laughs> you did a lot for the episode, actually. You reached out to everyone. I did not.
1: Um, Let's see here. Let's see I'll do mine real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll just look while you.
0: I didn't have a lot. I don't mind Adele's new album. I need to give it more of a listen. But it's Adele. <laughs> and then the new Silverstein song, It's Over, has me a little pumped for the new Silverstein album coming out. That's all I've got. The song's called It's Over. If I didn't say that. By Silverstein. That's it.
1: Uh Kavinsky has a new song. That was pretty cool. Um Renegade. I'm excited for that. That's pretty much it. Everything else so, in my release it, radar was like
0: It's all garbage. Mine too. Nothing came out. Um so next week. We're doing a listisode, guests, or listeners, not guests, no guests. Um, It's cold, it's shitty out, the sun goes down at five or whatever, it's seasonal depression time, so we're going to do a seasonal depression mixtape, a sad songs not about love.
1: Sad songs for sad boys and girls.
0: Everyone's sad right now, because mental health is important. Yeah. It is. All right. Well, it's time to wrap this up. Thanks for listening to another episode of Beside Ourselves. We're thankful for you, listeners.
1: Danny, Danny, did you should we list? I know you're trying to close it and Anne's giving you the wrap up finger. And um, I realized we didn't really say what we were thankful for after listening to other people say what they were thankful for for an hour and a half.
0: I'm thankful for the vaccine. Like everybody and the booster, same. I'm, I'm thankful, thankful for, for science.
1: What? I'm thankful for you. Oh, I'm and thankful dude, for you. And re- reconnecting with my oldest friend.
0: I'm thankful for going to shows again. I'm thankful for Einstein kills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's random. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thankful for Milk Sonic.
0: Thankful for my wife. It's been a really good year for us. I think after the depression and the last election and everything that's happened the past couple of years, but we've reconnected and done so many great things this year. So I'm thankful for her.
1: I am also thankful for Tab. Uh, Tab and I, have, you know, the the pandemic has been a rough time, and I think that we've only gotten stronger
0: yeah, the pandemic really puts your relationship to a test. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So any like couple we know that survived the pandemic and is still not in divorce court right now. Good on you guys.
1: Or they're not there yet. Kids that were there. Woo. And, you know, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. Uh, and I, but I do, especially since it's so fresh in my mind, I do want to say that I'm very thankful for um, Doug and Mike and Jess for the opportunity to be in Informer Critics. And I'm going to say Doug a little bit, especially, no offense to the other two, just because he's been uh, doing so much to help me uh, learn the baselines and just, and he was kind of a big encouragement. Uh, throughout the whole process even even when i was just trying to learn it and it had nothing to do with his band um you know so um but all three of them have been great and very encouraging and very helpful um that's really important to me so
0: and i'm also thankful for nick cage nicholas cage because every movie he's put out lately has been just stellar (laughs) he's he's become the king of horror
1: oh really i did i was not aware
0: He's put out like five movies in the past year, and they've all been real good. Never would have thought that in the past that Nick Cage would be the one. I'm like, wow.
1: When is he making um that one movie? Uh, the last, no, National Treasure 3? I don't think
0: he's doing National Treasure 3 or 2. Oh, I mean, 2 might have already happened.
1: I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep making this longer, but I have to know non spoiler Ghostbusters.
0: You Do know? you? All yeah. right, listeners. I'm sorry. My first impression of the movie is I hated it.
1: No. I'm the
0: only person I know that hated it, so I'm going to rewatch it. It was. It had some good character development. The new characters are really fun. But. Out of the four Ghostbuster movies, it's my least favorite. Currently, but I need to rewatch it. Maybe if you're going to make a Ghostbusters movie, have more than four ghosts in it. Boom. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact about Danny. He actually hates Bill Murray with a passion.
0: Wow. I'm Screw you, man. I'm going home. <laughs> all right. I'm going to rewatch it though because everyone I know and everything I follow talks about how it's changed their lives and it's amazing. Maybe I went into it with different eyes and I need to like look at it from a broader aspect. I don't know, but the new characters are really fun.
1: It's funny because the, the one critique I've, it's funny the way that you're describing it because the one critique I've heard is that it's like a, leans very heavily on, you know, Ghostbusters nostalgia.
0: Oh, it does. Oh, it does. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for people, so I'm going to no. just stop.
1: I mean, I think honestly, if they're bringing all 3 of the living Ghostbusters back, that you that I don't think that's a spoiler to say that it leans heavily on nostalgia. It's that's it's a given. They have yeah. them doing press, like I just saw them on uh the the seth meyers talk show like all all three of them talking about i have it.
0: no problem with them being back they did great
1: there's <laughs> one person i want to know if they're back but it'll be spoilery so i'm not gonna ask you ask me off the it. air no i don't even want to know oh, okay and i'm sure you know which person it is and they're not ah, <laughs> I that commercial with ryan reynolds but he won't do ghostbusters
0: All right, well, thank you for listening to another episode of Beside Ourselves. It's time to flip the record over.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore sidepod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by Former Critics.